Hello and welcome to episode 420 of the Veg Grow Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now today is Halloween week and in celebration of Halloween I thought I'd go over why we carve pumpkins. That's coming up a little bit later on but first let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Saturday the 23rd of October 2021 today. I'm down on the allotment but I'm on call this weekend and I've just been called out so I'm having to cut my little visit down to the allotment a little bit short. So what I have done now I came down here this morning and I started out with just clearing out quite a few more weeds. Pleased to say actually the last few weeks where I have been concentrating on this and getting this a lot tidier seems to have really paid off and is looking a lot better and the weeds now aren't too much of a problem I've just got to keep on top of it I really need to bring the strimmer and the lawnmower down here again I was going to do this on a weekly basis but the last couple of weeks I haven't got around to doing it Uh, but I need to do it as something for next weekend if the weather is good now what I have done today I brought six bags which equals about 300 litres of peat free compost and this has gone on to the onion bed now uh, I've been saying I need to do this for a while and all I've done is I've emptied the bag straight onto the bed raked it over and left it and that's it and then I've been able to get my autumn onion sets in now this is a variety called radar and another variety called electric electric being a red onion variety just dip those straight into the ground I spoke about growing these recently so I don't need to go too much into them but um this has been a job I've been potting off for quite a while and I'm pleased to actually have finally got it done All we've got to do now is bring more compost down for the shallot bed and get the shallots into that bed as well. And then we are more or less there. Sweet corn is looking a little bit worse for the wear, so I think that's going to have to come down now and be composted. I really do need to make a new compost bin pretty quickly, actually, so I can make the most of all this compost that I seem to be producing, or compost material, rather. Now I did check on the green manures that I sowed last week and they all seem to have germinated which is a bit of a relief because I wasn't sure if they were going to germinate but they have very quickly and they seem to be growing quite nicely so that's going to be a, a good start. It's obviously in the early stages, it's only really seen the seed leaf stage but uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of green manures as you know by now. To see them actually get done like this is a, a, re- a bit of a relief. Now finally, before leaving, I have taken a few cuttings from an apple tree. Now, tomorrow on my live show, I do a live show every Sunday night, we're talking about taking cuttings, and uh, apple tree just seemed like a fitting one that I thought we could do that with. So that's what I've done today as well. And yeah, that's what I've been up to down on the allotment today, which has been a really good productive day. Just a shame I've had to cut it short. But hey, there's always next weekend. (laughs) 
It is Sunday the 24th of October 2021 today. I'm just in my garden where, and it's actually quite late in the evening, so there may be some fireworks going off in the background. I've got to admit, I do not like fireworks. They annoy me, especially when they're going off for like weeks on end. Anyway, that's a whole other argument. Now today uh, I did get called out again so I haven't been able to do all that much but what I have done first of all this morning I sowed a row of corn salad. Now corn salad is a plant that it as the name suggests, it's salad leaves. And it, it's quite a tasty one. I really do like it, but it is very, very hardy. And uh, I'm hoping if we sow it now, we should get some nice crops. I'm, I've am i sowed some outside, but I'm also going to sow some in my greenhouse as well, just to just trial it out and see how it gets on. Now, next to the corn salad, I've also sown another row of garlic. Now, this is a bit of an experiment. As you know, last week I sowed garlic down on the allotment. But I've been saying this week that my, uh, or this year rather, that my stuff I grow at home seems to grow better than what I have down on the allotment. So I'm trying to see if the garlic will grow better than what we have growing on the allotment as well. And then I think this is all going to boil down to, if I'm correct... It all boils down to the fact that I get less weeds at home. And uh, and then I've really got to concentrate on making sure we get no weeds on the allotment in order to grow better crops. Now after that, what i then done is emptied one of my compost bins. Now I've got four compost bins of the Dardic style, as you know. I'm not a lover of them. I think they are quite ugly, but they do do the job. And what I wanted to do is one of them, I want to pot over the tree stump of a tr- of the willow tree that I cut down a few weeks ago. The idea being that it would just rot out the, the tree stump and therefore make it easier so I don't have to dig it out. This is something I've done in the past so I know it works. But I needed an empty compost bin, which I didn't have, but I did, well... At least three of my compost bins are almost ready. And one of them, I've just emptied it out, put the stuff that wasn't quite ready back into another compost bin. And I've not got anywhere to pour all the compost that I have produced just yet. I want it to go onto some of my beds, but my beds are just full of food. So what I've done... Uh, the rhubarb have been mulched with some of the compost, uh, but what I've had left, I've then just put into a, a an old bin to store for the time being until I need it. Hopefully that's going to work out and, and keep it nice and safe and ready for when I need it. But more importantly, what I've then done with this Dalek compost bin, as I said, put it over this tree stump and we'll start pulling it and we'll start filling it up with all our waste material in order to rot out that tree stump. It should work in theory and I know it does work because I've done it many times before. It might just take a couple of years before it's completely done. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to today. It is Monday the 25th of October 2021 again. It's quite late in the evening again. So again, like I said yesterday, there might be fireworks going off. I'm in my greenhouse at home and I've spent a bit of time in here this evening. Now, what I've done, first of all, the tomatoes that I've got growing in here, they're still growing. They're still producing tomatoes, so I'm leaving them. I'm going to let them continue to grow and we'll uh, worry about those 
once they start to die back. But the other two beds, what I've done is I've used some of that compost that I took out the compost bin yesterday and just mulched around the beds in order to build up the nutrients for over the winter and into next year. Now that's great because that means that that's now put into use. But what I've then also done is just sown another row of the corn salad that I sowed yesterday. Now this is a bit of an experiment because I want to see how it compares. And I quite like corn salad, I've got to admit, it is quite a tasty plant. But if we can get some better crops in the greenhouse over winter, then fantastic. That's exactly what I want to achieve. Now while in here I've given everything a bit of a good watering, the broad beans I've got in here actually were looking a bit dry. They are going to need to go out very soon actually. I'm going to start hardening them off tomorrow morning. I tend to take my plants out in the morning so that they warm up during the day or they've got the chance throughout the day to make the most of the sunlight and when it comes down to the night that way they, they start to adjust themselves that's my theory anyway but I prefer to do that like I say when I start moving them on I prefer to move them in the morning as opposed to in the evening Right, so this is wrapping up this week's diary section. Unfortunately, we've been on call this week. I haven't been able to do anywhere near as much as what I wanted to. Good thing is I'm on holiday for two weeks from next week. So I've just got this week to go. And then I'm going to be concentrating a lot on my garden and my allotment for two whole weeks. Can't wait. So that's it for the diary section this week. I'm going to have my commercial break and then I'm going to be talking about why we carve pumpkins. A few months ago, I launched the Bridge Grow Podcast Supporters Club. Each month, I send out a gift pack of a collection of seeds to sow each month along with a newsletter. I also produce behind-the-scenes podcasts or videos providing club members with extra content and we are constantly adding extra features to improve the club. It costs just £5 a month, and current members tell me that they have found that the seeds alone are value for money. This also helps me keep the podcast and the website running, and more importantly, it helps me encourage and inspire more people to grow their own food. Now, if that sounds like something you are interested in joining, then head over to thevegcrowdpodcast.co.uk to find out more. But if you want to support the podcast without becoming a member, we also have merchandise available on the website, including mugs and t-shirts. Or leave a review on your podcast service or share this podcast with others. It all goes a long way to help supporting the VegGround podcast. Well, as you heard in the diary section, I was on call this weekend and it's really annoying because I cannot plan to do any gardening. I do loathe being on call, but it is part of my life, unfortunately. It is part of reality as well. I cannot spend my entire time gardening as much as I would really want to. But, you know, next week is a different week. So let's have fingers crossed that we can get a bit more done next weekend. Talking of next weekend, it is Halloween, and that's why this week I wanted to talk about why do we carve pumpkins. Now, I've got to admit, I'm not a a passionate believer in carving pumpkins. I find it to be a bit of a waste of a food source with so many hungry people in the world. But 
there is entire industries now built up around the pumpkin carving tradition. We've got a lot of farmers who have opened up fields to become pumpkin picking patches, which families will then go along choose their pumpkins, see where how the pumpkins grow, hopefully learn where their food comes from and therefore go and support a local farmer by buying these pumpkins. I think, you know, credit where credit's due, there's something to be said for that. But where does the jack-o'-lantern tradition come from? Well, what I've discovered by doing a lot of research is that it actually dates back to a pagan tradition so many centuries ago, particularly in the Celtic areas of Scotland and Ireland. What they would do when a family member would pass away, they would, of course, bury the body. But after a while, they would then go and dig up the skull. And this skull was then placed in a shelf inside what we call burial mounds. But once a year, they would have a celebration called the Day of the Dead, where they would celebrate those that had passed away. And one thing they would do during this time was place a candle inside the skull as a way of, I, I think it was a way of making the skull come back to life so that the people could talk to the skull and to feel like they were talking to a family member again. But then Christianity came along and the Christianity really frowned upon many pagan traditions, including this Day of the Dead. But the Celtic areas they didn't really want to give up their traditions and instead what they did was they created the myth of Stingy Jack. Now the myth of Stingy Jack goes along the lines that Stingy Jack was this devious fellow who really didn't like spending money, really was a bit of a thief and a bit of a, a cad. This one particular night Stingy Jack met the devil for a drink and as they were drinking away, the, the Stingy Jack turned around to the devil and sort of said, it would be funny if the devil turned into a coin and then he paid for their drinks with that coin. Thinking, you know, here we go, we can get some free drinks. The devil agreed and turned himself into a coin. But the Stingy Jack, instead of paying for the drinks, he put the coin in his pocket and kept hold of it. Now, the devil was unable to turn back into his normal self. But Jack did eventually allow him to turn back to his normal self once the devil had promised not to take Stingy Jack's soul. Well, that, that was a promise that the devil kept. A while later, Stingy Jack died and he went to the pearly gates, but God would not accept him into heaven. He was too much of a nasty character to go into heaven. So God sent Stingy Jack down to hell. But the devil kept his promise and refused to accept Stingy Jack in hell because he had promised not to take his soul. This left Stingy Jack in this limbo area. He, he didn't have a clue what to do. Uh, and he was a bit sort of stuck. The, the devil turned around and said, look, it's dark. You can't see a thing. Have this lump of coal to light your way. So Stingy Jack took a swede and he hollowed it out with some little holes at the front and put this coal inside the swede and he would use that to light his way around limbo the light would create some scary effects which would scare some people and this was what became the tradition of jack-o'-lanterns and a way of explaining halloween and continuing on with this tradition of day of the dead and halloween
Now, members of the Celtic areas, they would use Swedes, they would use turnips or potatoes or even beetroot to carve out these jack-o'-lanterns and place a candle inside in order to continue with this tradition. A while later, of course, America was discovered and the immigration, particularly from Ireland, was pretty high. They immigrated over to the Americas and they took a lot of their traditions with them. But while exploring America, of course, pumpkins were discovered, which were a Native American crop. Very, very tasty, they discovered, but so much easier to carve and make into jack-o'-lanterns that they felt this was the way forward to continue with their tradition in the new lands. Now pumpkins and Halloween seem to go hand in hand. And like I've said before many times, there's so much history that goes on inside vegetables and plants that when you go into it and you discover these traditions, I feel it's very enlightening. Who knew this came from a pagan tradition to remember the dead? There you go. You know now, don't you? And I found it really quite enlightening. In fact, you know, there's a lot more research I could do. I could go into a lot more detail. But uh, if you do want to find it out, have a quick search online to find a bit more out. Now, I did say I don't like using pumpkins for carving. For me, we've got a couple of terracotta pumpkins, as we call them, which we put candles in if we do feel we need have the need for it. These we use year on year. They live out in the garden and I feel they are much better. I feel personally they're recyclable, they're reusable and I feel a lot happier using those. But I do grow pumpkins, of course, but I grow pumpkins for food. And what I like to do is... One pumpkin you can actually get a pretty much a free course meal out of if you know what to do with it. Soup is obviously the first thing that comes to my mind. Soup is so easy to do. Sweat down some onions, add a bit of stock, add your pumpkin in this case, perhaps some chilli, whatever you want to do. Lots of recipes again online. Boil it down, simmer and then liquidise down to a nice thick soup. It's absolutely delicious, I've got to say, and it's one of my favourite things to do with pumpkins, and also it's very easy to freeze. We've also added pumpkins to risottos, which are also very, very nice and go down really well. I've created pumpkin chutneys before, and they are delicious. And just another way of trying to find something a bit different to do with pumpkins. And then, of course, there's a pumpkin pie, which my wife made for me quite early on in our relationship I was a bit unsure about it first but then I tried it and I've got to say I absolutely loved it we've got plenty of it in our freezer because it is so delicious and we try and make it every year when we get pumpkins but there is a whole breadth of recipes that we can use pumpkins for don't feel like what I've said is all we can do there's other things that we can do in fact what I'm doing on Sunday's live show which goes out on Halloween I've asked for some pumpkin recipes that we can all share to try and get other people interested in what we can do with pumpkins and if you're available on Sunday at 6 p.m UK time on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, we go live. We have a bit of a chat with audience and I'm probably going to cook up a few things and eat those live on this show as a bit of a, a bit of a Sunday chat, shall we call it? A bit of a chat at the end of the weekend that, that it gets very popular. And uh, if you want to come along, please do. It'd be great. But please do bring along some pumpkin recipes or you can send them to me ahead of time as well. 
So if you do want to have add anything to this, it's richard at veggroundpodcast.co.uk for my email. You can visit the website at veggroundpodcast.co.uk, leave a voicemail or leave a comment. And finally, of course, you can find me on social media. I'm usually under at the Veg Grower Pod. Just put that in and that's usually how you will find me. Alternatively, just search for the Veg Grower Podcast. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me. We will be back again next week where we'll be discussing what to do throughout November. So please do join me for that. Until then, please take care. <laughs>